the way we got started this morning, um, I didn't do the welcome. So welcome to worship at Anniston First United Methodist Church. Welcome to those who might be worshiping with us live at home, um, drinking their coffee and enjoying, or who are using this later. We are glad that you are here. Um, we discovered last night in the Christmas Eve service that we have some issues with our sound system, with, with an amp, and you don't know those things until they happen, and there's no time to fix it between Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. So I'm, I told our... Um, AV staff last night, how much I appreciate them and what they do, and how hard they try to send me signals from the balcony, um, which you're almost blind as a bat pastor, um, doesn't do good on picking up with when she can see them well in there. So, um, but you know what? I think this is a lesson about Christianity and an Advent lesson. Remember Zechariah and Elizabeth, the first angel of our ser ser sermon series, came to them to tell Zechariah that even though they were too old, they were going to have a child. Guess what that probably did? It changed their plans. Then an angel shows up and tells Mary, a young, not yet wed woman, that she's going to not only have a child, but that child is going to be the son of the living God. I think that probably changed Mary's plans a little bit. And because it was changing her marriage plans, the angel showed up to tell Joseph that. And I'm pretty sure that this baby that God decided to bless Mary and Joseph with messed up Joseph's plans for his life. And then an angel showed up to some shepherds in a field who were watching sheep. And they get an entire angel chorus. And you know what? Shepherds were the lowly of the social status at that time. They were the people we didn't notice, the ones we don't see, the one doing the minimum wage, entry-level jobs, the ones we look past as we're doing other things, the job that nobody wanted. In David, in King David's time in the Old Testament, it went to the youngest son because it wasn't the greatest job. But by the time Jesus was born, they usually had to hire people to do the job. And those hired people didn't always do the best job because they're not going to die fighting off that tiger or bear or lion, like, well, I saved the 99, one loss is not that bad. They don't pay me the big bucks to do stuff like that. But a choir of angels sending them into the city of Bethlehem to go look for this baby that had been born, who is supposed to be the savior of the world, God choosing the lowest on the social status to share the news with that, he had been, that Christ had been born, that probably change some of the shepherd's plans for the evening. What do we do with the sheep? What do we do with dinner? Who's got the fire? What are we going to do? Where do we start looking? So all these little bumps and hiccups that we experience, maybe there are opportunities to open ourselves to the new thing that God is doing, to the new way that God wants to move among us, to the new ministries and opportunities and new people He wants to bring us so that we can show them today's theme of more hospitality. Our scripture this morning that I'm going to read to you is from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. Keep loving each other like family. Don't neglect to open up your homes to guests and show hospitality because by doing this, some have been host to angels without knowing it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The other reading for this morning that I chose not to read the whole thing to you is out of the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 18, where another couple had their lives interrupted by a baby. 
Abraham is at the Oaks of Mamre, a sacred place in ancient times, and he and his wife, Sarah, whom God has made a promise to, have never been able to have a child. And he is there worshiping and praising God and trying to figure out what his life is going to look like. And he looks up and he sees three gentlemen standing nearby. And so he goes to them and he invites them to come to his tent for a meal. He shows these strangers hospitality. He didn't wait for the strangers to ask them, do you know where we can stay? Do you know where we can find a bite to eat? He goes to them and he invites them to come and be a part of his and Sarah's encampment there. And he serves them a meal. And as part of that meal, because he doesn't know it at the time, he's serving a meal to angels who have come to visit him and deliver a message to him that Sarah's going to have a child. And the messengers say, we're going to come back but we won't be back before your child is here. Abraham does similar to what Zechariah does. He and Elizabeth, are, he and Sarah are a little bit skeptical of this. Like they've been waiting a long time. But there's going to be a baby. The angels come in and interrupt their lives. And they get this wonderful message delivered in this beautiful way as they are showing hospitality. And so we've looked at the four angel messengers that showed up in the birth story. And today and next Sunday, we pivot a little bit to take a little more emphasis on looking at how we become those messengers. These three who show up to Abraham look just like ordinary people. And very often, the angels that come to us look like ordinary people, like a Carl and an Emily and an Emma. They look like people loving other people, trying to bring more hope and more peace and more love and more joy into the everyday situations of the world in which we find ourselves. And so we have in this birth narrative and the story of the Bible, three impossible births. One to Abraham and Sarah, when they're too old. One to Zechariah and Elizabeth when they're too old. One to Mary and Joseph when that's not supposed to happen like that. And it reminds us that what we think is impossible is not impossible with God. In all three of these situations, the people were told nothing is impossible with God. And that dovetails nicely with why we should not be afraid. Do not be afraid because God is with us in the middle of the chaos and the mess. And God walks with us and walks out the difficulty with us. When God has made us a promise, God will always be faithful to his promises. And he sends that message back to us over and over and over God's message comes in many, many different ways. It may come in the form of watching a beautiful sunset. It may come in finding just the most beautiful flower you've ever seen before. You may hear the promise of God in the cry of a newborn baby. The wisdom an aging parent shares with you the lights on a Christmas tree, or lit candles in a sanctuary on Christmas Eve, or even 
in the eyes of a stranger that you meet on the street or you serve a meal to at shepherd's table or who comes to a warming shelter at the bridge. The message of God's love and hope and presence come in so many different ways. So on this Christmas day, when Christ has been born anew, when we celebrate His birth, I want to encourage you to make room in your life for angels, for the messengers, for the messages that God sends in all the different and wonderful ways to us. And maybe ask yourself, what new thing is God trying to do through us? What message is God sending to us individually or to gather as a church? What new ministry, what new attitude, what new goal is God trying to birth in us through Jesus Christ on this day? Because the impossible is possible with God. This was what he said to Sarah and Abraham. It's what he said to Elizabeth and Zechariah, and it's what he said to Mary and Joseph, and it's what he says to you on this Christmas morning. Do not be afraid. Make room for angels to recognize them, for they are among us, inviting us to have more hope, more peace, more love, and more joy, and more hospitality. Perhaps all of these stem from the understanding that God can do what seems impossible. Practice hospitality today as you go to your other gatherings, making room and carrying those messages to people. Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Almighty, gracious, and loving God, as we celebrate the birth of Christ anew and we remember this story that many of us have heard over and over, help us to hear it with fresh eyes, fresh ears, see it with fresh eyes, to heed your message to us about hope and peace and joy and love and hospitality. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.